Welcome to a Better Talk revision episode. These episodes are produced to help construction and building services students with their exams and assessments. They also feature employability tips and can be used by tutors within class or for flipped learning. So in the Health and Safety Revision 1 podcast, we talked about HAZAWA, the Health and Safety at Work Act. And this act helped lay down the provision for some other regulations that we use in the workplace and on construction sites. And these three that we're going to talk about today have acronyms. One of the acronyms is COSH. That stands for the Control of Substances Hazardous to Health. We're going to talk about PUA, which stands for the Provision and Use of Work Equipment Regulations. And then we're going to talk about something called RIDOR, and that stands for the Reporting of Injuries, Diseases and Dangerous Occurrences. Now, a little exam tip. When you get to do a multiple choice, you get four um, possible answers. Now, I have seen in the past a question which asks, what does COSH stand for? And one of the possible answers was control of substances harmful to health. And that's not actually the right answer. The answer, obviously, is control of substances hazardous to health. So just be aware of that. They're going to sometimes you'll get questions that will try and trip you up a little bit. So there are numerous substances that are hazardous to health, ranging from chemicals we use to things like even dust from plaster, cement or woodworking machines. So what I want you to do is get on the Internet, look into a type into a search engine, COSH data sheets and then pick something, pick something like plaster, cement, brick cleaner maybe, flux and have a look at a COSH data sheet. And we can use COSH data sheets or employers use COSH, COSH data sheets to help produce their risk assessments. So the next acronym we had was PUER, which is P-U-W-E-R and stands for the provision and use of work equipment regulations. So this is all about uh, your employer ensuring the equipment is in good working order that's provided to you or you have to use. Um, make sure it's actually fit for purpose. Is it actually designed to do the job that, uh, need, uh, that it needs to do? And also employers have a duty to sort of train you in this equipment or provide the appropriate instructions. So that is the provision and use of work equipment regulations. We are now going to talk about RIDOR, the Reporting of Injuries, Diseases and Dangerous Occurrences Regulations. Now, once again, a little bit like COSH, if you're doing an exam and the question is, what does RIDOR stand for? You might get a possible answer that says the Reporting of Injuries, Death and Dangerous Occurrences Regulations. And it's not that. So remember, it's the Reporting of Injuries, diseases and dangerous occurrences now if you do have a death in the workplace it definitely does get reported under a riddle and it will get reported to the hsc so let's talk about this regulation it's quite an important one let's go to dangerous occurrences first so remember this is the reporting of injuries diseases and dangerous occurrences so this is something that is happening uh, in in the workplace now for the construction industry this could be things that are happening on site So let's say a scaffold falls down. Uh, No one's injured. No one's even near it, perhaps. But a scaffold falls down. uh, Someone either sees it fall down or comes comes outside and and seeing it all on the floor. That has to get reported. 
So why would that get reported? Well, let's say it gets reported and then a couple of months later, another building site in some other part of the country, that has a scaffold fall down. So that gets reported. And then maybe a year later, same sort of thing, another, another building site has a scaffold fall down, that gets reported. Because this data is being collected, someone can look at that data and think, hang on a minute, this scaffold all happens to be the same make. Maybe there's a problem there. And then you can sort of look at the data, work out if there's any problems, and then put control measures in. So it might be that this particular scaffold actually is, is faulty. So that's just a wild example. But reporting of dangerous occurrences is important because it can give it can build up a picture of, of, of whether something is going wrong that we all need to know about. Now, reporting of injuries, diseases. So if someone gets injured at work, as you know, uh, it will go in the accident book. But if it's a certain type of injury, it will also get reported to the HSE. So that includes things like bone fractures. Uh, not on your hand, though. Um, so let's say you were working in Tesco's and you slipped, you know, you stacked shelves of an evening. That's your part-time job. You slipped, you broke your collarbone. Um, that's a fracture. That should be reported to the HSE by your supervisor. Now, as you can imagine, lots of things probably don't get reported. Uh, the gas engineers um, report quite a few things to Riddle. That's something, if they see a, a dangerous situation, they will report to Riddle. Um, diseases, uh, that's quite self-explanatory. If someone at work has got uh, a disease, uh, it gets reported because it might obviously then give uh, the HSE some some data to understand where the disease is coming from or where it's going to spread. Now, there's a thing about also uh, when you're incapacitated from work. So if you do injure yourself at work and it's not a reportable injury, like let's say you've fallen over and you've sprained yourself, um, you have to report that if you've been off work for more than three, uh, not three, it used to be three, if you've been off work for more than seven days. So your employer would report that. So if your injury caused you to be off work for seven or more days, actually it's more than seven days, I think actually, and you don't actually count the day that you injured yourself. So it's seven days after the injury. And that includes weekends. And that's when that has to then be reported. So RIDOR is quite an important regulation. Um, it can, as you can imagine, it is abused. Lots of people, lots of employers even probably even, haven't even heard of RIDOR and wouldn't know that certain things have to be reported. Obviously, anything, any accident at the workplace should be going into the accident book. Okay, so that's today's revision. You've learnt about Riddor, Pure and Kosh. In our next revision episode, we will be discussing CDM regulations, construction design and management regulations, and these are very specific to the construction industry. And we'll also be talking about PPE, protective personal equipment okay so good luck with any future exams and i'll see you for the next revision episode thank you for listening to a better talk revision episode subscribe to the better talk podcast on itunes spotify or other music platforms to automatically receive revision episodes keep checking the website for specific revision content at www.betateach.co.uk You'll also be able to find Beta Teach and Better Talk on Twitter. Good luck with future tests and exams. And remember, learning never stops.